0: right now. Yeah.
2: you have homework
0: other
2: in that sheet? Uh, have you done any of it? Not, uh, not on top of things today then, huh? Seven o'clock.
3: So when? <laughs> when uh, you set a timer uh, till? You've been home for four hours. Seven o'clock, mom. Seven o'clock.
2: Huh?
0: 730. Wow, 7:30. You
2: cannot start your homework at
0: 7:30. Don't even try that crap with me again. I'm not doing your homework for you. Oh my god. Not on everything you don't. Yeah, I'm really about to just tell you do it yourself or fail.
2: I'm tired of doing all of your homework every night. You have to show me that you're trying. No, you're not. You set a timer for 7.30 and you haven't even tried. You just want me to do it for you. Then do it. You really don't. No, you don't. I've enabled you. It's my fault. You need to do it on your own. No, you don't. Yesterday you had me doing stuff that was right in front of your face on the paper. really don't. Then get it out and put it on the coffee
0: table and quit playing games. You could have paused it. Yeah, you can always
2: pause it, Nevaeh. You don't have to.
0: No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It doesn't People. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hello Young Man. Yes, yes. What's going on? Oh, not much. I was
3: stopping by to see if there was a show or maybe I missed it already or... Yeah, we're waiting for the guest to come on now.
0: Oh, okay.
3: okay. Yeah, who are we speaking with?
0: This is Todd, yes
3: going on, Todd?
0: Doing all right. Doing great.
3: Good. Yeah, waiting for the, uh, the guests to join. We should get started here shortly. I was just seeing somebody in queue. I figured I'd say hello.
0: Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: Well, I'll be listening in, and I hope you all have a great show tonight.
3: All right. Thanks, brother. If you have any questions at the end, I'll be taking calls.
0: Okay. 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 Okay, so that's what the phone call. James Hello There it is, what's going there. on brother?
1: Oh there we go, <laughs> now we got it It's like we're here
3: Good to see you man, it's been a while
1: Yeah, yeah, I just got off with uh, Kevin Baker
0: I uh, heard Katie that.
1: show just did a two hour interview there.
0: Yeah. Cool, cool,
3: man. <clears throat> good to see you.
1: Yeah, you too. How are things going?
3: Going good. Going good. Oh, right, good. Trying to focus in and uh, make something happen, and uh, a lot of stuff already happened in 2018 already. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that this is actually 2012.
3: <laughs> it feels like it.
1: There's there was a five year discrepancy where Mark Anthony didn't become Caesar for five yep. years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the Gregorian calendar is off five years. So yeah, 2017 would actually be 2012.
3: Oh man, we I remember studying that years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So it's I mean, it feels like to me that's accurate because it's hitting the fan right now, bigger than ever. So.
3: Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and go live because we can talk about all okay. this stuff online. Um, question before before we go live, just so I, if I bring it up. Do you do you have any experience with um, psychedelics at all? Mushrooms or ayahuasca? DMT? No, okay. no,
1: um, I, I do. Actually, the place I'm at right now does ibocaine.
3: Oh, uh, really? medical,
1: yeah. you know, for medical, yeah. like mm-hmm. medical to help people get through their stuff and yeah. stuff like that. That's about cool, it. Cool.
3: Awesome.
0: All right. My cool. whole
1: life is my whole life is an eyeball game, or <laughs> I watch the trip. So I don't need it. Don't need it.
3: <laughs> All right. Let me go ahead and share this out on social media, right quick.
1: Yeah, I have enough trouble already sitting <laughs> on the ground.
0: <laughs> Begin a lot of talk about that lately. I didn't know if we should go down that road or not. So it's cool.
1: Oh, yeah. That, no, I'm fine with that. I, I understand it. You know, I understand the whole process yeah. And, yeah. Uh there's a lot of traps in that people need to be aware of. You can, you can get really screwed up.
3: Yep. Totally.
1: Might be a good one to talk about because, you know, people want everybody to do it, you know, and if you don't do it under the right setting, you can get in big trouble.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. We had, we've had friends do that who, uh, have life-changing experiences and they want to do it the following weekend. It's like, no, yeah, you got to learn from this experience. And I'm like, it may be months before I do it. Like I have it's, to, it's, this is so profound. I respect it too much to do. Twice a
1: year, twice a year in a natural setting with a trained shaman yeah. is, is what the way you're supposed to do. It's not a, not a recreational
3: yep. Yep.
1: program, you know?
3: All right. So, um, I got everything shared out. Um, Hopefully we won't have any, any, any mishaps. I've been working with my system. Um, It it shut down on me a couple of times, but I changed my settings so that it won't. But if it does, um, I'll be back in the link. I'll click the link to come back. Just give it a second, but hopefully we won't have any problems and I'll have everything edited on the other end for the podcast. So
1: yeah, I went, I went down four times and they lost their connection to the studio on the last the show i just got off so oh
3: man it's been I, I
1: do get a lot of interference it comes with the hopefully this will hold up
3: all right so um i'll do the intro it'll uh, be about a minute and a half of silence you won't be able to hear it and then i'll just come in with a, my, my little intro and then uh we'll be, we'll be right in so i'm gonna go ahead and do that
0: now all right Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is the Truth Seeker Podcast. We're
3: um, ready for this next episode. I'm excited about it. Got a special guest for you guys tonight. James Gilliland is a good friend of mine, man. Somebody who I look up to. I try to mention his name as much as I can, dealing with uh, spirituality, ufology, things along those lines. Um, When I first started this podcast, it was called The Awakening Podcast, and had a couple episodes under my belt. And had the privilege to have James Gilliland on my show. And it was one of the biggest shows that I've done. And it was so funny because talking to him for the first time, I was like a little schoolgirl. Just talking to him, I was nervous. I I had trouble um, formulating sentences and things. (laughs) I was just so honored to have him on just for doing so much research and, and, and listening to his work and just hours and hours of stuff. So I'm privileged to have him on again And I think that was back in 2012, and we'll get into that a little bit too. But that was in 2012 when I first started podcasting. So I'm excited to speak with him tonight. I haven't talked with him since, so this is going to be good. Um, Quick update we're going to be doing uh, for the patrons, everybody who's supporting. We're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to be taking one of the uh, podcasts away. I've been doing like three podcasts a week. And so we're just going to take one, and we're going to turn it into uh, essentially – an online school of the spirit. So a lot of people are wanting to get into activation. They wanted to get into community and try to make some of the stuff tangible in their lives versus just hearing about it. So what we're going to do is one day a week, probably Thursday nights, we'll just have uh, just a community come together where we just share stories and experiences and try to teach you guys how to activate these giftings and callings and abilities that we've been talking about on the show for so long. And so much of it's just theory. We want to be able to equip you guys to go out there into the world and see change with being able to uh, sense things that's going on in people's lives to bring about change and stuff. So Thursday nights, we're going to be doing that. It's going to be the online school of the spirit. If you're uh, supporting on Patreon, you'll have access to that, that whole membership Um, head on over to patreoncom backslash true seeker. And there you can uh, sign up to give and, Unlock a bunch of special features and we also have uh, unreleased music over there I've been working on a lot of music and it's available over there on the patreon. Thank you from the bottom of my heart Everybody who has been supporting Uh, you guys mean the world. I'm excited about 2018 and and what uh, is going on now Um, Speaking of 2018 we me and James was kind of getting into a little discussion uh, You know before we went live and I was like hold on we got we got to hold that until until we go live because it's too good and we're going to talk about that. James Gilliland, welcome to the show, brother. How are you?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show.
3: Man, it's good to see you again, brother.
1: Yeah, yeah, you too. And I just wanted to say, you know, I put my pants on one leg at a time like everybody else. So I want to know, talk always, about that too. Yeah, I always tell people, you know, it's like, you know, when you start worshiping things outside of yourself, you know, you're diminishing your own God connection or spirit creator yeah. connection. And, and that's going on so much right now. It's, it's kind of sad. That needs to yep. to uh, come to an end. But uh, people are figuring it out, you know. And, and uh, they're you know they're realizing that the real connection is is through themselves.
3: Yep. And it's being authentic. And that's something that exactly even though because it's something that you didn't do. You haven't uh, painted yourself to be this big guru or tried to portray yourself in a certain light or an image. You're just James. You show up what you see is what you get. I watched a video just a while ago of you and Peter jamming out, playing music and just having a good time, you know, just being dudes, bro. You know? So I think, I think, I think that's a big thing too, because that was a hurdle for me to get over because people, Uh you know, we talk about these deep esoteric subjects and having, um, you know, these different interactions with ETs and aliens and, and things like that. People look at that as being so spiritually advanced But we're just down to earth. So, where is the connection there? Because your your fans want you to be this Jesus figure when you're like, I kinda am, but I'm a regular dude too. You know how 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 do we join that together?
1: Yeah, it's real. Excuse me. It's real important to realize that uh, you know what I do is I teach people to lead themselves and uh, to make their own personal connection with Creator Spirit. You know, whatever you want to call it. And and that's so important nowadays. And, you know, because I was kind of gifted uh, a drowning, you know, which blew me wide open and a few other near-death experiences and things like that. But that also accompanied, uh, you know, probably 35 years of intense study and initiations with yogis and lamas and things of that nature, you know. But uh, eventually, it. It's, one of the lamas, I love what he said, he said, the reason they're so infused Few enlightened people on the planet is because it's so damn simple, you know. And he said, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, he said get out in nature, meditate, focus on love and joy and bliss until you become it." He said that's the key. And he said there's just so many distractions, and and the outer world is 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 such a controlling situation where they're always trying, you know, keep your nose to the grindstone, you know, keep you busy, keep you. chasing that american dream you know and uh happiness through external circumstances and and you know you look at a lot of the music and the and the uh tv industry and things like that it it locks you in the first three chakras you know survival sex and power yeah you know where's the heart you know where's the higher consciousness and energy and luckily there are people in in the industries now starting to bring this information out and they're they're doing higher work and you know, telling people to stand in their own divinity and, yeah. and you, know, you know, be authentic, like you're saying, and, you know, respect respect your own, your own being, you know. It's, it's like, you know, this PC correct thing is so ridiculous. I see this <laughs> stuff going on. And it's just another big mind control trip, you know. They want to get everybody, you know, on controlled, you know, on the same page. And, and uh, it's you know, it's just another big mess. But, you, you're you know, like you're saying, your real power comes from being authentic,
3: that's true, man, because once you finally do that, um, people envy that. It's like, hold yeah. on, how is this guy? He's laughing, he's smiling, he's crying, he's distraught. You're just being yourself. And other people have this, this, um, this shell, this exterior um, layer of this person that they have to pretend to be. And I, I had to go through that with my fans, and they want me to be this supreme esoteric guru which I guess in a case I am in a sense, but then in a sense, I'm a regular person too. And, and both are okay. It's not like I can't show you the regular side who was cheering for the Alabama football game last night. You know, I'm in Alabama, you know? So, um,
1: and
3: and joining, joining the two, man, you know,
1: exactly. You know, it's like people put me up on a pedestal, you know, and, you know, I burp and fart and tell bad jokes <laughs> and uh, I have a wicked sense of humor sometimes. But I usually use it for, you know, teaching and helping people. But, uh, you know, I tell you, there's this weird concept that people don't think that's not God.
0: Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. what I
1: mean, it's like, yeah. it's like, well, wait a second. Maybe that if God's omnipresent, that's God, too. You know, it's like. uh they, they have like I had this one woman send me this email uh, just a little while ago. And I was talking about, you know, all the stuff plaguing the planet right now. And, and I was talking about, you know, the pedophilia stuff, the satanic worship, all that stuff. And and she's going, well, I'm totally I'm totally disappointed with you, you know, because yeah. you're not enlightened or you wouldn't talk about this stuff. You know, you're doing fear porn. And I said, well, actually, I'm not in fear. You know at all I don't I've already died a couple of times I, that's not a problem I said and and basically you're afraid to look at these things and and I said you're trapped into a uh, Stanford University uh, program a mind control program where you're supposed to see everything is good and everything is love and if you look at the dark side then it's you and so don't look at it don't address it and they have all these programs a lot of the new age teachings i unfortunately have are like a half truth you know they don't yeah. they don't cover the whole thing and uh you know and i i told her i said you know being enlightened means to be in knowledge of all of it both sides of the coin and you just can't look at one side of the coin and and deny the other side even if it's within you you know and and we've you know we've done you know, I've had past lives. I have full memory of my past lives. I've done, I was a Viking warrior. I hacked off head, you know, I was a road bandit here in Mexico. I'm in Mexico now, you know, it's like I've done a lot of things and I've also been yogis and llamas and things like that and flew spacecraft and everything else, you know, so, so, but uh, you know, we have to look at all aspects of ourselves, and if we're still carrying energy around the ones where we, had wounds and traumas and things like that. We need to own it, you know, and heal it. And the more, you know, yourself, the more you have compassion for the people that that are acting out these roles, you know, that uh, are stepping outside of universal law, you know, so it's important to, to uh, you know, to look at both sides. And, and again, if you're trying to be something else, you know, if if I'm trying to wear white robes and sandals and say all the right thing, and, uh, and be celibate, you know, and, and don't eat meat and, you know, they have all these yeah. rules that you're, supposed yeah. to, it's <laughs> like unspoken it's, rules. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, it, you're not being authentic. You're, you're yeah. being something else. You're not being true to your soul and you're not aligned with your soul. And the more yeah. you're authentic, the more you are aligned with your soul and the more you're steering you're your power. So, you know, people need to break out of all these programs, you know, and, and, you know, look at your dark side, own it, deal it, get the charge out of there. Uh, you know, focused on universal law and and basically just focused on creating heaven on earth. It's really that simple.
3: Um, When it comes to like having all all these experiences and all these encounters and stuff and, um, you know, they kind of, I don't know, I don't know about you, but it it almost seems like for me, um, all my work now is doing, is built upon like these Foundational encounters or foundational experiences and stuff um, are, do do you still see as much activity or is there still as much of a hunger to kind of get the information out because you know I, I know especially whenever whenever I reached out to you in in two thousand twelve which was whenever so much fear stuff was out there, the new movies coming out about these evil yeah. aliens coming to abduct people. I think it was the fourth kind had just come out, and you put out a newsletter talking about, man, I'm just growing weary in well-doing. And I wrote you about that. And do, are are you still as hungry for it? Do you still have as many encounters with with the spirit realm and and entities as you did as, as you know, I'm saying day one, or are you just kind of still sharing those fundamental truths that, that you learned from those days?
1: Well, it's even more so, I mean, it expands, you know, people, when we have a ship come over and power up and I see everybody get excited You know, they go, they go, this never gets old for you. And I said, you know, what doesn't get old is the other people getting excited and waking up that never gets old for Mm -hmm. me. And uh, I've just done more and more research. And then I find I get so much information from the higher dimensions and planes. And then then I do the research and then find out everything they're telling me and the experiences and the beings that I'm seeing on the other side are actually in history and they're in ha- ancient history, you know, and, and, you know, to take a walk on the wild side, you know, you've got these feline beings and lion beings and things like that. And then you go to Egypt and you see these statues of Sekhmet and the Sphinx and, you know, all these other things going on, which actually the, the Sphinx used to be a lion and some, some, uh, king decided to put his head on it, you know, <laughs> to carve mm-hmm. it out later. But, uh, but actually, these are all recorded throughout ancient history, and they're all part of our history. And, the, you know, and the real story behind the origin of man, the Anunnaki, all of that stuff is, is, is in the Sumerian text. You know, the tablets, it's, it's on walls, it's, it's in Australia, Gospor Glyphs, it's the whole history of the earth is written in Australia on the Gospor Glyphs. And it talks about, you know, the the basically the knuckle dragger, the Denisovian man that was here evolving naturally when the ships came. And then they added their DNA and and they needed a worker force. And and they had to they're trying to save their planet because when it looped around the sun, uh, it would lose a lot of its atmosphere and it'd be a mess. So they're putting, you know, gold dust in their sky, just like like these other idiots are putting putting aluminum and barium and all these toxic things, you know, in the sky instead, you know, and, uh, you know, through the geoengineering, but, um, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing only they are doing it a little smarter, you know, I would love to be inhaling, uh, gold dust, you know, <laughs> versus, uh, barium. 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 Yeah. Barium. <laughs> yeah. Strontium and yeah. a whole host of other biologicals, you know, like toxic molds and things like yeah. that. That playing with, you know, so, so it's, a, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, there's, there's a lot going on in our ancient history. When you, we really, as, a as humanity really needs to know their origins, we need to know where we came from. And it's, it's kind of a complicated story because there's more, there's much, much more going on than, than it's not just one thing. It's a, a multiple of things. That are hap- that happened in the mm-hmm. past. So so we so basically we had these these ancient Lyrians, very t- tall people. Came, uh, they found the Denisovian man. They jumped him up. You know, they got the gold. And this actually started in Australia, not in Africa. And 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 then from there they went to Africa. And the African. What's really interesting is that the gold in Egypt uh, actually came from Ballarat, Australia. And, and that really messes up a lot of their theories, and almost everybody has Aboriginal genes. we all have Aboriginal genes, all of us do in the genome experiment we found that out, and that goes back to the the you know the Denisovian man and, and the, the uplink that happened there but we we 're not just that because there 's been several uh, terraforming processes, colonization processes that happened on the earth. And people had to start over due to pole shifts and other cataclysms and great wars and things. And so we're a big mix of of mainly 12 major star nations that were involved in terraforming the Earth and bringing their plant and animal and uh, their own their human genetics too as well here. And and uh, as well as the, the the Earth man that was developing naturally. So and he's been up and that's been upgraded several times. I should say man, woman. I should say both. But uh, uh, we're just a big mix. And that's what the genome experiment has brought out, that, that there's so much alien DNA. There's so much plant life and animal life that was brought here. It didn't evolve naturally. Um, all of this is showing up in the, you know, in the geological records, you know, who built the great temples in the past that we can't build today. You know, there's
0: mm-hmm. some
1: very advanced beings that came here and they've been coming and going for a long time.
3: It's insane, too, because like we're still finding new plant life and new insects and all of these things that they've they they, they uh-huh. have never you know what I'm saying categorized and it's really uh interesting that you bring that up um one thing I wanted to make sure that we touched on, which i, I briefly spoke on um i've been podcasting for a while I probably started like around twenty eleven and it was just off and on never consistent i have been consistent for o- almost a year now of just podcasting and making sure that I have a schedule um. But I've been off and on since 2011, 2012, 2013, all that stuff. And when it was really deep, the David Wilcox exploded, you know, the 2012 Enigma, Mayan calendar, all of that stuff. Um, there was something that happened in my heart, this this spiritual awakening, and it seemed it seemed to kind of grow in in, in the lives of people around me. And, and uh, you see an, an interest in these sub these esoteric subjects and the third eye and spirituality and things, kind of a, a reemergence of it. But then we're talking about 2018, 2018, mm-hmm. we are off to an awesome start and even more like I've been podcasting since that time and I've, I've gotten messages and I've gotten respect and response and stuff. Mm-hmm. But 20, these last couple months, I haven't been doing <laughs> anything different, James. It's yeah, I'm just, it's I'm, sh- I'm showing up and being authentic, but my, my inbox are, is blowing up something's happening in, in the hearts and lives of people around here. It is, yeah. uh, And, and you, you were talking about how um, that we may not be in 2018, that we may just be going into 2012 and with the whole Mayan prediction as well. You want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Well, actually there is a, there's a lot of mistakes being being made that people are using the growing calendar to, to tell us what time it is and trying to adjust that to the Mayan t- calendar And I mean, you'll get a lot of, lot of heat when you start talking about this. And I was talking about it in 2012. Yeah. And I said, you know, Mark Anthony didn't become Caesar for five years and they were keeping the calendar according to the Caesars. So, you know, there's leap years and other things. And there's, there's, uh, we're at least five years off, you know, with the Gregorian calendar. So, you know, if you, if you take those, those five years, those, those, and then add them to 2012, you know, you 2017 would actually be, uh, you know, because you've got five missing years and would be 2017 would actually be 2012. And so December 21st, 2017 is when everything is really is supposed to hit the fan. And and you can see right now, I mean, it's hit the fan. There's no, we, we are undergoing the, one of the biggest shifts that humanity has yeah. ever experienced right now. And, and it's happening on every level. Um, the, the NASA has, has realized that we're going through an extremely energized place in space. They finally admitted it. Uh, the cosmic rays are off the scale, the gamma rays, you know, X-rays, all the other rays are just going nuts. And, uh, uh, we, the sun is reacting to this, you know, with its, its activity. And, uh, it's been going off like crazy. So, you know, the sun is the driver. The sun is the driver for climate change and everything else. Things heat up first because of the sun, and then you get the methane release and the greenhouse effect and everything else. So man, man's uh, addition, and this is going to upset a lot of people, but man doesn't really do that much to the planet. Uh, I agree that we definitely need to start bringing out the fuelless energy technology and, and cleaning up the planet. Uh, but at the same time, you know, a volcano does a lot more, <laughs> you know, to the atmosphere than than uh, than man does. And, you know, and if they just allowed the Earth to do her thing and stopped all this geoengineering, when the Earth heats up, actually, the, when she heats up, there there's more earthquake and volcanic activity, but it creates a, a cloud cover and more moisture gets uh, into the atmosphere, and she defends herself. She'll clear you know she'll get through these times naturally yeah. if these other guys knock off what they're doing they're making everything 10 times worse It, it doesn't make any sense okay we're we're going to save the earth by killing it <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you know we're going to poison uh we're going to dump so much aluminum that all of your trees and gardens and everything are not going to be able to bring up nutrients you know we're going to put so many heavy metals in your system that you'll never you know, be hit, hit your optimum health again. And we're going to turn your blue skies into a gray toxic mess in in the entrance of saving the planet. And this is the most, this, this is being done by psychopaths. You know, these guys have not thought this out at all, but, uh, um, but you know, the main thing is that the nice thing about now is that we've been under what they call the draconian grid or the archon grid that's been running the planet. And uh and it's uh that's coming to an end. That grid is being torn down. There's a fifth dimensional grid taking it.
0: Yo, are you there, James? Late and well. Are you still with us? Yes. Okay, you're okay. there now.
1: Yeah, so I don't know, where did we cut off? Did uh
3: talking about the grid right there just for a second yeah
1: yeah okay so well yeah so that grid's coming down there's a new grid taking its place and the earth she's expanding as well she's she's evolving ascending and so you've got the earth ascending you've got this universal law this fifth dimensional grid pressing in and the higher dimensional beings behind it the source itself behind it and then you've got in the middle you've got humanity that has to um you know go to the next level you know we have to go up to the up to the next level to to uh, uh, you know to, to we have to rise to the occasion basically become frequency specific to the earth's ascension process if we're going to stay here and and that's what people are undergoing right now It's like this the old draconian grid's been torn down a new one's taken its place the uh, the the days of tyranny are coming to, to close because those people that are focused on uh, domination and control of others, and enslaving the planet, and destroying the, those guys are all imploding. They're that energy is a very heavy, dense energy, and their worlds are coming to an end. You know, that's that's collapsing right now. And when you get into the darkest aspects of that, and, and this is going to upset some people, you go into the pedophile, satanic worship, child sacrifice stuff. That's that's the darkest level of that uh, on the planet, but you also have other energies above that you know you have non-human influences and that's why there's so much inhumanity on the planet because these are non-human influences so mm-hmm. all that's being cleaned up right now and you know we just need to to pull away you know don't support the beast don't you know unhook your wagon from the beast because it's about ready to go off the cliff you know <laughs> and and start creating heaven on earth and you know work you know work along with with universal law basically
3: Um, Just so that everybody know, we're going to be opening up the phone lines, the numbers scrolling across the top of the screen, as well as in the descriptions on all the social media platforms and websites. So if you got a question for James or myself, uh, feel free to call in. We're making ourselves available to answer any questions that you guys have. So make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, We'll be taking calls here shortly wanted to go into a little bit about this whole recent NASA or the government releasing this footage of this <laughs> yeah. uh, UFO or mm-hmm. whatever that thing was that was in, in, inside of that fighter pilot. And then they're finally like, no, we don't research this stuff. We're not into space exploration or aliens or nothing like that. And then they admit that they've been spending all of this money on UFO and alien research Um, I know what's coming. And I think we have a similar idea of what's coming. But if you want to vocalize, man, what do you think that whole thing is with with NASA and the government finally coming out, trying to be trying to trying to give disclosure about the UFO (laughs) phenomenon and what's taking place?
1: Yeah, that that's a mess. You know, the same people, you know, they have a new star. You know, they're putting star power behind it, you know, to get this out. But it's the same people involved as the old disclosure. And and what's sad is that, I mean, there are some really good people like, you know, Michael Sala and, and uh, Alfred Weber are doing their disclosure yeah,
0: stuff definitely. and everything
1: else. You know, they're bringing out, that, you know, some really top information. But, you know, there are a lot of posers and a lot of other stuff going on. And, you know, the same group is trying to keep it in the past, you know, Roswell, things like that. Keep it nuts and bolts. Yeah. And and keep you in fear, you know, it, it's all bad. And even there's some saying it's all good, which is also totally irresponsible yeah. because it's not all good. But, you know, the bottom line is that, you know, disclosure, why not disclose all of it? You know, we have, we've been undergoing a trans-dimensional war. Uh, we've won that part of it. Now it's coming to earth and the cleanup is happening on earth. There's a, a huge amount of, of, positive influence coming in and uh, help that's coming in right now that they're not addressing. They, they won't address that. You know, you've got the Pleiadians, the Iran Council of Light, the Arcturians, Andromedans and, and Syrians, a whole host of other beings that are coming to help liberate the earth, you know, from these other forces. You're not hearing anything about that. And, and they're not, you know, they're, they're keeping it to their, you know, are they real? You know, that's they are they, are they real? <laughs> You know, it's like, my God, you know, how, how long are we going to do this? You know, it's like, you know, they, they had a big flyover, Texas. They had a bunch of ships fly over Texas, which was really interesting. And they did a, a poll on the local news there. And 99% of the people believe that UFOs are real in this poll. Now, they did time CNN polls a while ago, and they were like 86 to 90% of the people saying that there is a government cover up and UFOs are real. So I mean, disclosures happen. The people already know, you know, this is a reality. There are some people living in the dark ages that want yeah. to make it all demons, make it all not real. Or,
0: yeah.
1: or say it's all the secret space fleet. You know, come
0: Yeah. yeah. These,
1: these things have been coming here before the secret space fleet existed. Yeah. You know, so.
3: Yeah. So, and the, uh, and the whole, I think, I think the, thing, the thing that sets it apart, especially people going out and making contact for themselves, is that the secret space program don't communicate telepathically with you yeah and tell you about yourself and, and communicate right
1: i had some of these guys i won't mention his name because but they're on the old disclosure thing some of these guys in there at the ranch and they flew one of those craft over the ranch and and everybody got excited and go ah oh, it's a triangle ship it's a ufo you know
3: yeah
1: it was one of those tr3s yep and yeah. and then they then they flew another thing over and it was a real stealth jet that looked like a kind of looked like a ufo And, and both times they're trying to set me up, you know, and, (laughs) and this thing came in and I looked at it and I said, it's not a UFO. Yeah. And they got really upset. Even the people there, saying it got really upset.
3: (laughs) You want it to be so bad. Yeah. And I said, I'm
1: sorry, it's not a UFO. And they go, why? And I said, there's no consciousness there. Yep. I said, I said, I'm not getting any, any hits, any signals, nothing from these guys, you know, whoever's on that jet, or that plane is just a regular dude, you know, a regular guy, <laughs> and uh, and so, sure enough, we found out later that it was, you know, it was it was like kind of a bit of a setup. But but we've had other ships come in that came in and, and everybody's getting excited. I go, this isn't good. I, this is not a good one. Oh wow! And it came in. And I could feel the energy around this yeah. thing, and there was uh, probably fifty or sixty people watching this come in, and then we saw a huge blue flash in the sky. And this ship just turned into powder. I mean, there is nothing wow. left of it. And, and I found out later from the other guys, they said that that was a, uh, you know, a reptilian ship. And they said that they dealt with it with the same energy that it was coming with the same intention. It was coming to do harm and they dealt with it, you know uh, you know, it was coming for deadly force. They dealt with it with deadly force, you know, so
0: yeah.
1: it's a universal law kind of they can, they can interact, you know? And so, You know, the way you deal with the negative ones is you make friends with the positive ones, you
3: know. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what, because like I get, you know, coming out of religion and and I deal with a lot of people who are coming out of religion and I'm patient Mm -hmm. with a lot of them. And so a lot of it is demonic to them. You know, if you meditate, demons will inhabit your body, things like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They want to know, how can I be sure? It's like, well, you need to get in contact with the are beings of light those who have your best interest in mind right and mm-hmm. um and and if you do that then you you have nothing to fear and because love casts out fear and and there's scriptures upon scriptures even for those who are in that to understand that uh that love conquers all and love is is, is greater mm-hmm. than 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 any darkness and so when it when it comes to um having your own encounters and stuff I, i'm just i'm just afraid of what i'm afraid not, I don't think I'm afraid of, I just know what's going to happen. I know that eventually they're going to sway this whole UFO thing that they're letting out and they're letting the cat out, cat out of the bag. When disclosure has been happening on the ground level, um, I I know they're going to, they're going to sway it for the bad and say that we're, you know, they're going to create this new Al Qaeda, this new threat, a threat that we need to, you know, come together and, you know, fight against and, uh, you know, bring about these new laws and these new, uh, you know, t- taking away our rights and things like that. They they use all of this stuff to do that, you know?
1: Yeah, these, uh, I tell you what, the, the they're controlling the narrative, basically, is what they're yeah. doing, and that's what you have to be careful with. And there's nothing to fear about the ones coming. It's the ones that have been here.
3: Exactly. And they've
1: been here for a long time, ever since the beginning. They've been here since the original Anunnaki, you know, the fallen Anunnaki are part of it. There's malevolent grays involved in it and some reptilian serpent beans, and some other uh, hybrid type of beings that are involved. But those are all being cleaned up right now and they're being cleaned up by the benevolent ones. And, you know, if people want to really do the research. Uh, these beans are all throughout the Bible. They're all throughout the Vedic scriptures. Um, you know, you read Ezekiel. I'll, I'll tell you now, this is going to be a hard one for some people in Ezekiel. They have a shiny disc comes out of the firmament. It has bronze feet like calves. It has fire and brimstone coming out from underneath it. When it lands, it sounds like a thousand rushing rivers. Yeah. What is that? I mean, that's pretty obvious. That's a ship, Mm -hmm. you know, and when it lands out of it, come cherubim with wheels within wheels, with flashing lights all around them. Those are the little shuttlecraft that come out of it. And then this man that they call God supposedly steps out and orders six men with their shattering weapons to destroy all the men, women and children of Israel. And, and they do, they lay the whole place to waste. And then he orders a man dressed in white linen to reach into the bowels of the cherubim, pull out hot coals, spread them around the city. And henceforth, anybody who comes there will die a hideous death. Their hair and fingernails will fall out and there'll be food for the raven and the beast. Okay. The white linen is probably a radioactive garment and the hot coals are most likely, likely uh some kind of radioactive material and and that's what happens you know your hair and your fingernail falls out and you die you know and so and but you know if, if we're looking at this from a superstition point you know from a superstitious thing we're not going to understand what really happened there and that's the origin of the wrathful gods and so in the Old Testament, you have this wrathful God that was a genocidal maniac, basically, that was the jealous, wrathful, you know, you should fear God and everything else. And then you have Jesus showing up and he says, I bring a new covenant, an all-loving, all-forgiving God, a whole new image. And, and that's where people are really struggling with this because they're afraid of becoming toast by doing the wrong thing yeah. because of this old thing that happened in the past, historical thing. And this is going to be a really hard pill to swallow for people, but almost all of the bearded gods were these ancient ancestors. They were, they were the bearded gods. Were the Anunnaki, the Greek gods? All of them were the same beings. Some were very loving and uh, serving, and some were self-serving, and some were tyrants. and And they had their turf wars between themselves, and and that's a lot where a lot of the religions came from and I'm not saying these books are incorrect. They they are historical accounts of things that happened, but we have to evolve and look at them with what we know now to really understand what happened in the past, because you also had this, there's a, a prophecy. They said there should come a great one that'll bruise the head of the one who bruised the head of man.
3: Yeah.
1: And they're talking about Jesus who came with the good guys and threw these other guys out, you know, and kicked them out. And then, yep. and, you know, and again, he t- he keeps speaking of an all-loving, all-forgiving God. And and he also says the temple is within, that God is within you. You know, it's closer than the hair on your head. And, uh, you know, everything he talks about was making your own personal connection yep. and getting rid of the fear, the fear yep. of being, you know, punished and killed and all that others, you know, all the fear and guilt and the worthiness, you got to drop that program
3: yep. that
1: keeps you from making your own personal connection, which is pure love and joy and bliss. You know, that, that's basically what that connection is.
3: Good stuff, brother. Um, let everybody know again that the phone lines are open. I'm going to take this question from the chat room. This is uh, Ginger says, uh, great to see this duo. And, and this, is, this is for you. And I, we, We've already discussed this on the last podcast, but we can go over it again. It says, what type of lasers have you guys dis- uh, discussed using to signal crafts? How are they used, and can either of you direct us to a recommended source to find out more? Ginger.
1: um yeah, you know what I get I have a friend in Japan that brings these lasers and gives them to me all the time. Um, you can get them on wicked laser
0: wicked um, lasers and, yeah yeah,
1: and you're not going to hurt the ships you know by shooting lasers up at them they're they're They know what you're doing, and it's not so much the laser it's the intention these yeah. These things are extremely telepathic they're very spiritually and technologically advanced beings and it's about your intention you don't really need the laser but you can you know shoot the laser say hey we're over here you know just let them know that you're like a
3: physical representation of your consciousness yeah as long as you just connect it it's like the same thing yeah
1: yeah and that's basically what it is but you know just about any laser work but it's not so much the laser it's the the thought you know Mm -hmm. that and by shooting the light your intention is to connect to that Ship, you know, and, and they get it. They pick it up and they respond.
3: I've had, I've had some beautiful encounters with with, with the the uh, green lasers, and I put some of <laughs> yeah. it in my music too. I signal ETS with my laser beams, you know. <laughs> yeah, I put some yeah. of it in my music, and they're like, they're like talking to me, like, saying, "Hey, you know, I really do that. Like that's, uh, I didn't just put that in there, you know." So it's it's funny when people come back with the lyrics, "What did you mean by that?" And then it, then I get to show them your videos of you going out yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. So you know, I put it in in, in the music videos and stuff. It's
1: great you're doing that because I always say the same venue that's ensnared people can free people. Oh yeah. And and the same thing, it's like the internet can totally free people. Yeah. You know, by bringing this new information out, so that even through the word, you can through the word bring people back that got confused by the misuse of the word. Heck yeah,
3: heck yeah. Uh, I remember I was like, you know, years ago I was just I was kind of turned off by the internet, like. I used the Internet, but I was turned off because I seen Facebook and I seen social media Mm -hmm. in in the early stages of what it was doing to our kind. We're we're totally different now. Everybody's changed. Like it was it it was taboo to play to be on your phone at a table. And now it's like everyone does it, you know. Um, So I I was I was upset with that because this Facebook of this global Web was Mm -hmm. mimicking the global brain in this one consciousness that we're all, we're all always connected. You can walk in the room and feel what your brothers and sisters are going through spiritually. Like you can, you can feel that. And now we're always connected via Facebook. And it was just like a mockery of it. And I was, I was so against it because, you know, but now I guess we have to work with it now. Right.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the technology we have right now is, is just to take over the failure of of the spirituality
3: Yeah,
1: not doing our spiritual work, you know? So, um, and that's, that's a problem, you know, that we're dealing with, but the, uh, uh, you know, like you're saying, you know, a cell phone, do you really need a cell phone? You know, I know who's calling me before they call me and, Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, people connect with me and then I call them, they go, God, I was just thinking about you. And I said, I know, you know, so, um, you can use it, but, uh, Uh, you don't really need it, you can actually transcend it. But you know, right now, I I think it's just like money and things like that. It's the accepted exchange of society right now. So so we have to use it to we can use it for good, or you can use it for negative, you know, and hopefully there comes a day when we won't need money, you know, that will transcend that and be like the other higher dimensional beings. But
3: Yep. It's a tool just like it, just like anything else. And it can be used for good or bad, you know, research, it, yeah. um,
1: self-promotion, getting it. your message yeah. out there. Yeah, I just send it, you know, when I things come to me, it just goes right, goes in one hand out the other. And <laughs> it's like I don't, you know, and uh, I'm not attached to it. and I don't really care about it. And a lot of people think there's there's something crazy with me, you know, because I'm always just passing it on. But I said, hey, you know, the more I pass it on, the more it comes. And and that's been the truth all along. It's like the more you're in service mode and helping others, the more it comes to you. You know. Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, I'm gonna jump to the phone lines here, take one of these callers. We have a caller from uh New York. Caller, welcome to the show. Who are you speaking with?
2: Uh this is Tara in Long Island.
3: Hey Tara. Hey, how hey, are you?
2: I, I I'm good, thanks. Um I have a question. Uh, What do you guys think about the fact that maybe technology is being withheld from us or the truth um, is being withheld because we seem to weaponize every technology we discover and maybe that's why it's being withheld for, you know, responsibility reasons?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, you know what's the truth of the matter is we have all the technology we we need right now for fuelless energy. We have healing technologies. We have this thing called the 24-hour soldier, where a soldier can have his arms and legs blown off, and they they put him in this thing and it regenerates them. Um, we have wow. amazing technology that's already on the planet, but again, like you're saying, it's been uh, it's been withheld and it's used within the you know the, the black budget projects and things like that. And I think that is going to come to an end here this, this next year and all that's going to be start being released. Um, I know where some of this technology is and uh, especially the fuelless energy technology and things like that. And I've been instrumental in, in getting that ready to be released. And, and so, uh, and some of the healing technology as well. So that's one of my missions is to bring this out and especially the healing technologies. And, you know, we have these magnetic uh, light tables that you lay on these tables and yeah. they actually create a communication with your etheric body which is your perfect uh, uh it's it's like the perfect uh your perfect self or what do you mean call it the perfect imprint right. and it, it creates a communication from that level right straight into your physical cells and repatterns reprograms everything um, there's a lot of uh, oxygen therapies coming out, you know, water technologies, uh, crystallized oxygen, which is amazing. You know, cancer's anaerobic, it hates oxygen. You, you increase the blood oxygen and raise the pH, and cancer can, it backs it right out yeah. of your system. So I, you know, I'm all wondering if, available if, right if
2: they're, they're, they're worried that everyone's going to live forever, kind of thing, and then we'll run out of
1: places to park. You know what do you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Yeah. well, you know, there's a lot of lot of planets out there uh, that can sustain life much more than we can imagine, and uh, and you know, it's really not a problem. The the problem is consciousness. It's not overpopulation. The problem is consciousness because
2: absolutely, um, if you live,
1: if yeah, if you're aligned with the land. You can have a lot of people together and you can build things. You wouldn't even know they were there and maintain the the natural aspect to it. And there's a lot of ways of doing that. And we have the land and we have the technology now to drill the wells, to build the homes that are sustainable and, you know, the fuel energy and everything else. There's, there's no problem with that. Um, the old, okay. our biggest problem that, that we have is this cabal and these, guys that have been siphoning trillions of dollars and withheld, withholding all these technologies uh, from yeah. the people. And that, that's being changed as we speak. And, and these people are being rounded up and their assets are being taken and putting back into the treasury. Wow. And, you know, they found like 500, almost $550 trillion missing, you know, with the federal reserve and these other guys. Well, you know, can you can imagine putting that back into the treasury and back into the infrastructure and taking care of, poverty and homelessness and everything else that's going to take care of a lot of problems and then you also have this this mass wealth that's going to be earmarked for humanitarian reasons that the the Chinese elders are releasing as well but we have to get these other guys out of the way so they can't divert it and and uh, steal it like they have been in the past and and that's what we're doing right now so we're going to go through some really big changes and they're really good and this this Tyranny program and the gross uneven dispersal of wealth and all this stuff is coming to an end here and it's going to happen very quickly.
2: Yeah. Awesome. There were some
4: whistleblowers. Work, guys. Who...
3: Bye. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you. There were some whistleblowers uh, some years ago who, and we've totally seen it since then, which were saying that um, whatever you've seen in Hollywood, whatever you see in the movies, just know that we already have that technology. If you can think it, we have scientists that have already created it. And there's exactly. so much stuff. I mean, I remember when they were talking about guns that shoot around corners. There was a movie <laughs> that came out years ago with, um, I think it was like, I want to say like Ben Affleck and uh, Angelina Jolie or something. But they, yeah. were like, they were like these special detectives and they had guns that they would hold to the wall and it would shoot around corners. And then s- several months after that came out, They started showing this technology where they had guns that would actually do that, like these mirrors, and they'd hold it up to the wall and it would shoot and hit the target perfectly. And there's just so much technology that whatever's in the media, whatever's in the movies, they've already got the stuff. And we're so many years behind. I've heard it said, I don't know if this is true, probably, but I've heard it said we're 50 years behind whatever uh, you see in in the movies, that we have 50 years ahead of that technology.
1: Minimum, yeah, minimum, we have
3: probably way more, yeah
1: yeah, yeah, we have we're actually developing ships right now in the black project that are jumping dimensions right now, I think one of the problems with them is that the pilots they get on these ships and they all they have like a near death experience when they <laughs> when they start jumping dimensions and they come back and they don't want to work, and they don't want to be a part of the <laughs> program anymore, you know, so it's it's kind of, but no, we have. We have, uh, I've held a device in my hand that's as big as a small pie plate. And it had nine coils in it. Each coil put out 25,000 watts and it was ice cold. And that'll run a town basically. And so, yeah. and we tried to kill it. I mean, we hooked it up to all these power strips and we put the biggest load we could on it with everything. Mm. We, couldn't, we couldn't stop it. So, wow. that stuff's on the planet right now. And, you know, we have technology too. You could drop this device down. And this device will actually run on water. It'll take even sewer water, purify it. It'll come out crystal clear, oxygenated with crystallized yeah. oxygen in it. And the 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 toxin stuff is burned off and creates energy. And actually drives the, it drives the device, yeah. but provides all the energy you need for the whole town. Yeah. Um, that would, that's, that's a game changer right there. You know, yeah. you just drop it in the village, bam, everybody's hooked up, you know? And, I- I,
3: I think it's crazy that like in the mainstream, we, we hear about this stuff a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. it. You hear about it. You hear about these different, um, things that they have created, machines that they have created where they can burn off, uh, plastic, like old yeah. plastic and recycle plastic and use it as fuel, mm-hmm. but then they don't do it. And there's all this, this waste that they can use to make fuel out of. You hear about exactly. it, but then, but then they don't do it. I'll
1: tell, you, I'll tell you what, here's an interesting thing, because it's really hard for people to wrap their head around this, but you have to take it in baby steps, basically. So, first of all, you go, hey, guess what? Did you know that you could run your car on water, that yeah. they're already splitting water, and you could run your car on water? And then, you know, guess what? You know what? You don't even need water. You could use these fuelless, these generators— and they'll charge your batteries and you can run your electric car and go forever. You never have to stop for fuel. And then you could take the next step. You know, you know what? You don't even need batteries. You know, you could put this thing in there and it'll run your car without the batteries. And, and now you can go forever. You can drive the tires off your car. And then the next step would be, guess what? You don't even need tires. <laughs> that, that you could actually beam up you know your car you could shift shift frequencies on your car and you could jump and be in australia for breakfast and come back to france for dinner and do whatever you want you know that's total freedom and that technology we already have today yep. but people it's hard for people to understand that that uh, they're still thinking oh god if i could just get that water technology you know and and, and <laughs> you know and, and and some people don't even realize that, that
3: was years ago man yeah yeah dude. they don't even realize
1: yeah. the water technology is here you know yeah. and you know a lot of people don't realize that a lot of our ships and things like that now are actually running on water mm-hmm. they're not running on diesel and that's kind of a hidden thing i probably shouldn't talk about it
0: huh. but,
1: um you know they don't need all these major ships and yeah and vessels out there and things like that that the military stuff doesn't even need they don't need diesel anymore
3: jumping back to the phone lines we got a caller from uh looks like it says uh pinecrest uh pinecrest california uh caller from california who we speaking with
4: hey what's going on derek yeah i'm calling in from brightmore um i just wanted to ask james gillen a little something how you doing james gillen i'm a big fan oh thanks doing great uh, so this is somewhat of a problematic question, and uh, I, I'm trying to figure out how to how to put it out there. I've been following your work. I've been following a lot of people's work. My uh, what is it? Uh, La Marzulli, Graham Hancock's work, Eric yeah. Mandenikans. But this is mm-hmm. going on the the darker side of things. What do you think about what Michael Heiser is pushing? What stitching is wrong? Dot com. Moreover. Um, All of these debunking YouTubers that are very popular right now that are debunking everything, L.A. Marzulli, people like you, Graham Hancock, Eric Van Donikens pushing out, and uh, moreover, the way they're diligently shooting down ancient aliens. What are your thoughts on that? And uh, I'll take my question off the air, and uh, I wish you guys the best. Many blessings, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Bye-bye.
1: God bless, Leo. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, you know, some of these guys, like I know L.A. Marzulli once was saying that, you know, we're opening gates to demons and things like that a yeah. long time ago. I think he's changed his position now. I'm not sure. But they come from a religious background. And and again, that's this box thinking of, you know, there's God, and then there's the devil or Satan, and, and then there's angels and demons and heaven and hell. And, and it's a very narrow scope of things. Yeah. And they try to They have to fit things within their program or their belief system and things like that. And some are breaking out of it more and more. And and a lot of the information has, uh, you know, it has some truth to it and then it has a twist at the end. And so you have to use your own discernment on these things. But uh, and, you know, it's with ancient aliens. I I know those guys and I've talked to him several times and. And I said, you know, you guys, why are you still anchored in the past? I said, it's happening now. <laughs> and Eric Von Danik and all these guys, I've had face-to-face conversation with them. I said, you know, you guys, what's going on? I go, why? I said, it's happening now. We're having contact now. All the people you talked about are back. They're here now. The temple builders, everything. Why don't you cover that? And and they just said, we're only interested in antiquity. We don't care. Yeah. You know. And, and it's sad, you know, because because... They're, you know, they're, in a way, they're giving you some truth, but it's a half truth. Why not bring the whole truth
3: yeah. out? The sad, the sad thing is for me, man, is like because, and I think that's why my show's flourishing. My show's doing really good right now, James. Um, I think it's because I, I come from the religious background, and I'm not afraid yeah. to address it and speak as an, a, an authority. And I've been on both sides, so mm-hmm. when when I came into ufology, um, it was under Lynn Marzulli and so many other names, you know what I'm saying? Guy Malone, all of these guys from back in the day studying their work and everything that they don't like Christians and and probably all religions or people demonize what they don't understand. If they don't understand it, it's not of God. It's not in the Bible, which maybe it is in the Bible. You just haven't found it yet. And that's, that's that's where I approach it from. And, um, and so I started studying under these guys, and everything was demonic. Aliens were demons. And then I found yeah. your work. And then I found David Wilcott. Then I found Greer, right? So you guys opened up a whole new realm of understanding as people who uh, maybe approached it at the time, I thought, from a, a realm that was unbiased. You didn't have an agenda. You just looked at the information. You looked at the text. You looked at the experiences that people were having for what it was. And that was beautiful. So that's why I migrated from the Marzulis to you guys and you. fell in love with your work. And then recently, like a week ago, um, a friend of the family contacted my wife and myself and said that uh, Lynn Marzuli was going to be in town and he's coming to a church here and thought that we would be head over heels to go.
0: <laughs> and I'm just yeah.
3: like, I was like, my wife was like, "Hey, you want to go?" She thought you'd be invited. I was like, "I'm not going to that." Like, yeah. I know you would think I would want to, but there's like an agenda there. Like there's an agenda to capitalize even off of the mainstream with the whole UFO phenomenon now. And I can just see them now talking about it. Yeah, you know, NASA just revealed the UFOs and these are demons, you know? Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, it turns my stomach. I can't be yeah, exactly. affiliate. I can't be around that stuff. I, I don't know.
1: You know, the Nagabadi talks about this and there's temple walls in Egypt And they show the levels. They show all the levels. And they have the lower levels. And they show disfigured humans and people that really, you know, did a lot of bad things, you might say, in the lower levels, demonic-type creatures. They have creatures that look just like greys and reptilians. You know, the old statues have Mary stepping on the reptilian, you know, Michael
0: stepping (laughs) on the
1: reptile. reptile. Um, This is all it's all there, you know, yeah. it's all there if you do the research. And, you know, the, the frescoes, all, all these ancient frescoes have UFOs in them. It's undeniable. It shows Jesus
0: being yeah. baptized,
1: baptized and this huge UFO standing golden light above, above Jesus being baptized. And so it's all there, but you have to get out of the programming. Um, do your own research, read the Bible, read the other scriptures. Keep an open mind, and it's not the devil's not going to, and God's not <laughs> going to punish you for doing research. you yeah, know,
0: exactly. Do the
1: research, get educated, and and my thing is that when you when you know the true origin of man, it goes even further than that. Who created them? You know, and I'll tell you something. Michal Ledwith, who was an advisor to the Pope, uh, he's a very good friend of mine, and he had access to all the catacombs and all those ancient texts and everything and he just came out with a new book called saving jesus and i really suggest a lot of christians get this book and um, to understand the real research the real history of jesus but he talks about the the origin of god the wrathful gods and he talks about a greater god that that created them and in in the true the true interpretation of genesis it says in the beginning the father of all fathers created the gods who created heavens and the earth and elohim the name for god has always been plural yep so so what are they saying here you know what are they and i'm just saying i'm not trying to tell everybody how to think just do your own research
3: yeah
1: it's all there and and it goes and then go get the lord's prayer in aramaic
3: oh my god it's beautiful different oh my god beautiful
1: it's a whole different different and it's cosmic in nature it's much more expanded yeah and so, so when we really do the research and, and I bring that all the time i go here's here's the original
3: mm, it's so beautiful,
1: yeah. in Aramaic. listen to this, and you, people go, oh, my God, you know, and they talk about old oh, cosmic birther, you know yeah. all, and and uh it there's there's you know the the whole image of the bearded God goes back, every religion has their bearded gods, the greek gods, the jewish- all those guys, uh Jehovah the wrathful, you know was one of them. And then you have Yahweh, the all loving, all forgiving, and you have a hard time understanding this, but they're, they're different beings. They behave differently and we need to understand the real origin and it's going to be a hard pill to swallow for some people, but we have to go back ultimately, uh, who created them? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, where did they come from? Did they have, did they have a mother? You know, what about the house of Mary, you know, which was bigger than Jesus's. Uh, mm-hmm. teach group you know his disciples there was a the house of mary the divine feminine that was actually bigger and that's where he hung out all the time and and his teachings were always he he said you know the temple is within year all gods children of you know of the most high um what happens when you grow up you know and when you grow up you expand to become one with the one consciousness <laughs> that encompasses all consciousness that is within everybody and that's yeah. what he taught and and yeah. uh, You know, he never taught to, you know, you should not, the fear and the guilt and the unworthiness, that's the old program that we have, you know, and that's what controls the masses.
3: Yeah. It's something that when, you know, those, those people who come from that, that understanding the Christian realm, um, they love to talk about demons. I love to talk about demons. Like I'm, I'm down for that. I have a lot of information on them. I've dealt with them. Exactly. Yeah, I've
1: seen them. I've dealt with them. They exist. You know, I'm not saying they've known them good. (laughs)
3: but it's like they would rather talk about the demons than talk about the angels. Like exactly. if we can't have one discussion without the other. Why is there a demon around every corner, but there's not a helper spirit. There's not an entity of, of love and of light that's here to assist and of, and, and to help. Why can demons manifest and contact people? Why, why do you get uncomfortable when we talk about the angels are doing that? And that the whole uh, story of ufologies from a biblical perspective ties right in with angel uh angelology and all of these different types and and rankings and the scriptures talk about the host of heaven which just talks about the fleets of yahweh these these chariots of fire that fly through the night skies i mean it's all in there and it's beautiful so they get uncomfortable when we start talking about yeah um, the angels and i don't was know it, why yeah, you should be elijah, happy when we start talking about the angels you know i
1: think it was elijah ascended in a fiery chariot you know and he used to go to the river jabbar and talk to the lights that came down from the sky you know all that stuff is in there and you know it, it's so interesting i i see over and over when you really understand this and read the ancient scriptures you'll find it's all in there they're replete with the experiences but you have to read them with an open mind yeah you can't apply the old superstitious dogma to it or, you, or you'll never understand mm-hmm. this. And I mean, it's, it's, there's so much in there. It's just unbelievable that, that, uh, I can't believe they're missing it. You know, they're... But you know, you, it, 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 sorry, there's a big difference between going to church and having somebody tell you what to think <laughs> versus doing your own research. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I said for, don't have somebody tell you what to think. Yeah. Go yep, do yep. your own research and then start asking questions.
3: Yeah. And I and I think maybe that's why my my podcast is doing so good right now. Maybe because that it's not like, hey, take my word for it. I've been to hell and back. I've got the scars to prove it. Trust me, this is what happens. Like, yeah, I am doing that, but I'm saying you can do it too. Like it's for mm-hmm. you to encounter God. It's for you to have your own mystical experience. These so there's people, and I don't know if you've ran into them, I'm sure you have, who have had contact with ships, and, and they're telling the truth, but their story is that they're the chosen ones, and <laughs> they are the one to bring this information, yeah. versus the story, I think the narrative of which I, you go out there and do CE5 encounters, where you're yeah. saying, look, this is for everybody. If you want to yeah. know bad enough, it's here for you. It's All you got to do is look up simply as yeah. that's all you got to do take the time exactly. and do it so um people kind of get caught up in the the whole messiah complex of uh
4: yeah
1: that's you know, bad. that that and, they're and, the chosen again, ones you know
3: that's a lesson for a lot of people too because maybe yeah. maybe you have to deal with those thoughts maybe those thoughts have, even even your mind maybe there was a point where it crossed your mind that that you were the the, the one to usher in something big. I don't know if you've had that to deal with. Those well, you know, there
1: are thoughts. beings that they call faker spirits that will come in and they'll do flattery and they'll tell you you're the chosen one, oh, and everything wow. else. but they're teaching separation. Yeah. And, and you got to stay humble. You have to stay humble because when you're humble, you're in service. And when you're in service, you're connected, but you get into your self-service and you're the chosen one. And then you get into all that nonsense. They got you. The other mm-hmm. side got you. And, and, uh, and I see that happening over and over again. And I see that with, with so many people in, in spirituality and ufology as well. Yeah. Uh, and they're in it for all the wrong reasons. And and that's going to, you know, that's going to come back and bite them in the butt here real soon.
3: Um, before we go, I ain't going to hold you up too long, James. I wanted to ask you uh, about um, the whole thing with, like, they were seeing, you guys had footage and pictures of this type of, um, not portal, but some type of opening uh, mm-hmm. in, what is it, Mount Adams yeah. that was opening and closing and getting smaller and smaller. And, and mm-hmm. then there's all of this footage and this, these experiences you guys have had of, of ships coming out of the mountain and, and things like that. What, what, all, what all happened with that?
1: Well, there, there, it's a base. And they live underneath Mount Adams, just like Shasta and the Tetons and and uh, the Tibetans.
3: volcanoes and things. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
1: And they're Mexico. They're they're under the oceans. They're everywhere. They're based all over this planet. And some good ones were, were the benevolent ones are here, and some ones that were negative were here too. The good news is the benevolent ones are cleaning out the the underground ones that the negative ones, and we're on we're doing a major cleanup process, but where we are it's a benevolent stargate and we have you know the benevolent ones come and, and work with people and the inner earth there's a huge massive cavern underneath us that these ships come in and out of and the last one we filmed was too big to go inside the door it was a mile wide wow. and so it had it had to park outside and so we got that whole thing on film but yeah. it's these are the times you know we're unifying we're unifying with the greater family of man they're bringing back universal law this is what all the prophecies have talked about. The the dark hearts are imploding, and, you know, the age of tyranny is coming to an end. And, and uh, you know, this is what all the prophecies have talked about, you know, the Mayan prophecies, everything. This is the ninth wave unity consciousness that's coming through, and, and we have to rise to the occasion.
3: Before we part ways, James, if somebody's listening to this and they're into it, They want to go to the next level. They want to make contact. They want to know that something's real. What's something that people can do tangibly to maybe have proof? What what can they do to have their own encounter?
1: Well, you know, basically we have all the information at the website. If they want to do the research, they can go to eSETI.org or eSETI Stargate on the YouTube channel and see that. Um, But mainly just get out in nature and meditate and focus with your intent on connecting with the benevolent ones, the more spiritually and technologically advanced beings. If you put that intent out there and you meditate on that, eventually you're going to create that reality, but be specific, you know, like set, set some ground rules, you know, and you can call on Jesus or Buddha or Mary or Kuan Yin or whoever you want, you know, to, to watch over, you know, get your watch angel there. If you need to, to make sure that you are working with the benevolent ones.
3: There was a a time where, and I know it stuck out to me, um, because when I was just coming into meditation, you talked about going into deep meditation and communicating with beings. And then I think it was your sister came home and there was a ship hovering above the house making contact with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was talking to like angelic beings and things, and they said, actually, we're on a ship. And I go, okay, I've lost it, you know, and and I'm going to go out and dig and plant some trees or something. And I didn't even get to the front door, and my sister and her friends came up banging on the door, and they said, "You see it?" And I said, "See what?" And there's a big light chip hovering right over the over the ranch. So a lot of people think they're being contacted by angels and things, and it could be like a fifth dimensional Palladian or a sixth dimensional Orion Council of Light being, or or the Andromedans, which are mythologically known as archangels. They're they have magnetized light bodies and they're eight to ten foot tall beings. So. It's a big universe out there, you know, and it's it's just not heaven and hell and God mm-hmm. and devil. It's much bigger than we can imagine.
3: Yep. Yep. James, I appreciate you hanging out with me, brother. We gotta do it again soon, man. Thanks all for right. coming on.
1: Thanks for having me on the show. And uh, you know, be kind. Only thing I can say is create heaven on earth and stay within universal law and be kind to each other. That's all that's all we need to do to turn this planet around.
3: That's it. You heard the man. Check out his website. Eastseady.org stands for Enlightened Contact with Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Make sure you guys go check out the work, the videos, all of this stuff, tons of videos. I'm telling you, this is what got me. This is is why I'm doing this podcast, this man right here. Dude, you mean the world to me. You really do. I appreciate your work. I really do, man, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, bro. Oh,
1: thank you, too, for bringing this information out. It's, It's so important right now.
3: All right, James. Good night, brother. All right. Good night. Shalom, shalom. Peace. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, James Gilliland, East Seti Ranch. Uh, and I mean it, it's not uh, just some type of flattery, like I'm doing what I'm doing because of, because of that guy. Blame him. Don't blame me. Right. Um, man, when I was having my uh, experiences years ago, this is back in 2011, 2012, um, found his work, you know, looking up UFOs and looking up Um, things like that and there was one video it was a video by a guy named Prophet Yahweh I don't know if that rings any bell I'm trying to get him on the show Prophet Yahweh but uh, he went out there and summoned a UFO for the news uh, station news stations went out there this older black guy goes out there and uh, puts his hands up in the air and he says uh, he's able to summon UFOs on command by using the Hebrew version of the Bible so and I'm having these weird studies in the Bible about UFOs and about angels and having encounters and piquing my interest in it. And I found that video and this guy's the, you know, the news crew cap- captures it. There's this orb that comes into focus and they film it and it blows everybody away at the news station. They was like, Oh wow, this is, this worked whatever he's doing. Something worked. There's no, they check the flight schedules. There was not, not supposed to be anything in the air at that time. And, uh, That video blew me away, Prophet Yahweh. And that just took me a little bit deeper and deeper in my studying. And and then guess what? Reading the scriptures and, and studying and studying and studying. I went out and I tried to summon UFOs. I went out there and I read the Hebrew version of the Bible. And I studied the scriptures and started making contact. And I started having crazy encounters like this dude I seen on the Internet, Prophet Yahweh. Was that due to shell? Was that? I don't know. I have no idea. But I know that after watching that, it built my faith to go out there and do that. Then I was led to the work of Patrick Cook, uh, rest in peace, um, who, man, BibleUFO.com, the b- biggest online database of UFO, paranormal, and spiritual um, experiences in the Bible. He, that website, BibleUFO.com. It doesn't exist anymore. You can find it on the back web or whatever, like the pages that were um, archived. And I've tried to put some of it on my my site because his wife deleted everything once he passed, which was just a couple years back. And um, but his work and he's just showing you all of these scriptures about spirits in the Bible, um, different spiritual interactions that you never heard about um, of, of different Prophets encountering spirits that you wouldn't have known unless it was given to you in this context, like this is what this is. And you're able to read it. You're like, oh, my God, this is insane. Um, BibleUFO.com was amazing. And so all of that stuff was foundational for me. And then having those experiences, who am I supposed to talk, talk to about it? My pastor, you know, my, uh, my friends. I try to freak them all out. So I put it in my music, reached out to the fan base, did, started my own podcast. I made sure that like when I went to Bible studies and I went to church that I wasn't talking about this stuff with people because I knew that it would freak people out. So I come home, I get on the Internet and I do a podcast and I interview people and I get people on my show who are doing this stuff. And I talked to James Gilliland and I remember reaching out to him and his staff. And I got in touch with uh, Nate at the time, who was uh, one of his assistants, and when I needed somebody to talk to, those guys were there. Like, just to make sure I wasn't losing my mind, just to make sure that I wasn't going crazy, that these weren't demons who were contacting me from another dimension to deceive me or something like that. And it helped me make sense of everything. James Gill and his humility um, that he brings to the table it's like no other. And he's been blacklisted. He's been looked over. He's been all of that stuff by some of the bigger uh, stations and stuff. He's been scheduled to be on Coast to Coast AM and he's on the phone waiting and they never put him on for like hours, you know? Like he's he's been there. So we've talked about that stuff, man. And uh I really appreciate his work. So what you know, and I haven't talked to him since twenty twelve, since I started having my awakening and kind of going to those next levels. So it was such a blessing to have him on. Um like I said, just gonna touch on some of the uh the uh, things that we have coming up. Like I said, I want to do one night a week. We're gonna do Online School of the Spirit, School of the Mystics, um, where we just get into it, where people need prayer. People are going through a lot of stuff that they can't explain. They need somebody to talk to. Um, I'm, I make myself available, but it's going to be on, a, on an even deeper, more intimate level um, with people. There's, there's so many of you guys that I see the potential in, um, but I, I hear your stories and I hear what you're going through. And I know what comes next. We have to be able to formulate a a game plan for you. Uh, We have to create a safe environment for you to try to uh, test out your spiritual abilities in your gift of prophecy, your gift of healing, your gift of uh, dreams and visions and intuition and empathy. We have to create a safe environment for that. That's what I'm doing Thursday nights, the school of the spirit. It's going to be available for people supporting on Patreon. And I don't know if we're going to do it through um, Discord or Zoom video chat or what, but we're we're going to make it available. Um, I'm talking to Adam Starseed. He's going to be helping me with it as well. Uh, You already know Christy Lee and her show. She's going to be promoting it, and she's going to be uh, in with it. Dano, Leo, I've been talking to Leo about it. Leo called in from... um, uh, Woodhaven, there earlier. Appreciate you calling, Leo. There's Nicole there in the chat room. Um, all of these people are going to be a part of it. Nicole and, and Chris, and um, it's going to be good. We have to create a safe environment. That, that's what. That's where I came from. I came from a place of it was okay to try, and it was okay to fail. It was okay to mess up, and we would we would try to prophesy. We would try to pick up energies and, and move in the spirit of discernment on one another and. And it was okay to mess up. There was grace there. And we learned, and I learned how to use it. Then, then guess what? In those safe places I've been able to go out into the public and do it. And what we were doing in our home meetings, I was able to go out and do in Walmart. I was able to go into the doctor's office and do, and have a confidence and a faith that allowed me to go out and do that. So we're going to do it. Um, online school of the spirit. I'm excited about it. And, uh, it's just trying to formulate it because I have all these people support and I get all these messages and I'm able to see like the next level for a lot of people, but I just have to be able to go into a way of like ha- have you have this confidence in you. Like I can be confident in you, but for you to be confident in yourself and kind of take it to the next level, we're going to do it. Online School of the Spirit. I'm going to do it on Thursday nights. We're going to do this. And and uh, Carolyn and, and uh, Nicole and Matt are all commenting um matt says when's it going to start it's going to start very soon the next few weeks um you you'll definitely be notified um carolyn says um i always wonder about the powerful kind being felt that's my home at a particular time it wouldn't two benevolent male energy beings heard uh you too carolyn because you you um there's i've been he- hearing you speak about uh, energies and and being uh empathic and intuitive and there's a place for you so we want to create a a place where because you you guys are needed every single one of you guys who are listening you are needed there is a place for you you're not forgotten you're not in you're not alone right maybe that's what that's maybe that's why this podcast is doing so well right now it's just a place where you just know that hey i'm not alone i'm not the only crazy person here True seekers with me there's a there's lots of people listening to this show um, on the back end, on, on the iTunes and, and podcasting. There's so many people listening, so many people reaching out. We have to formulate something. All I'm doing is trying. I'm trying to get the vision. I'm trying to make it happen. Um, and I thank you guys for being patient with me. I thank you guys for supporting me. Um, to do that, to, to, to be affiliated with what we're doing, a dollar a week, a dollar a week. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think anybody can do that just to help us. Uh, pay for this stuff and to also um, let us know that, that you care about it. You head on over to Patreon.com backslash Truthseeker. I've been working on the website, um, working on new music as well, so I'm staying really busy trying to get all this this info out there and um, the gears are turning. There's so much to get out. I'm still working on the stuff I promised. I'm still working on um, the teachings that you guys are waiting on, the whole Jezebel thing, I haven't forgotten about it. I'm almost done with it. Um, I have so much going on. And we're going to talk about We're going to address that, too. Um, being single-minded with a thousand visions. We're going to address that. That's many of you guys. That's why you're putting your hand to the, to the plow in and, and one thing, and you're good at it. And then you're, there's this other thing. And then there's this other thing I'm good at. Oh, I, but I love this. And you got your hands in 17 different things, and you're a jack of all trades, but essentially become a master of none. So we're going to talk about focusing in on what works, keeping keeping the faith, staying on the path, and moving in the spirit of consistency, authenticity, and excellence. That's what's working, guys. It's working totally is. That's what we're doing. 2018, um, I don't know if it came across as well, but he was talking about 20, 2018 was essentially, um, according to the, the old calendar, 2012, that we're just now coming into the new energies. I don't. I can't vouch for that. I've done the research in the past, and there's many people who believe that. I will say this, there's a lot of people who are waking up right now. There's a lot of people who are having these encounters. There's a lot of people who have questions, there's a lot of people fed up with status quo. There's a lot of people who know that they were put here to do great things, and they have no idea how to get started. This is what we're doing, the school of the spirit, man. Truthseeker.com. There's going to be access links there, as well as just go to the Patreon and uh and, and, and get plugged in with the community there. Uh, so much stuff. I don't know if you guys are uh, uh, familiar with Discord. Get familiar with that. That's a chat program that we can use. Um, to communicate and uh, it it lets us know who all is online and it's really cool. Discord is dope and it, it's synced up with Patreon. I like that. I know Brett Stacey he's listening. We've been chatting on their uh, building in discipleship and just encouraging one another. Um, let me make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Okay. There's another um, people want to know how, you know, how they can support. There's many ways that you guys can support the show and support my work and what I'm doing. Obviously buy the music, share the music, get the music out there. Um, share the podcast, share the episodes, all of that good stuff. But f- financially, join Patreon. you get rewards, you get exclusive content, all kind of stuff. I'm trying to make it as interactive as I can. Um, also i'm partnered with a website now who is uh, giving me a kickback for everybody I send over there. If you want to buy crystals, you want to buy a sage, you want to buy books and all of these things, it's essentially an Amazon portal, but go to smudgeyourself.com. Smudge. Yourself dot com smudging with the uh, with sage. My room is littered with sage right now from my daughter in here burning it earlier. Um, so smudgeyourself.com. dot com. There you can buy sage, copal resin, um, incense, frankincense, tarot cards. Like there's all kinds of stuff. Whatever you want, you can buy it through that portal, and I get a kickback. They support what I'm doing. Uh, Smudgeyourself dot com. Go check it out. Um, that being said, there's you know, there's so many ways you can support and I'm going to do a video on just how you can support and, and and even for people who can't support financially. Like there's there's that to discuss as well. There's there's free memberships that you can sign up that they give the, the podcast a kickback, back um, all kinds of stuff. And I'm going to do a video um, explaining ways to do that. But, yeah, um, my stream schedule is now posted on the website truthseeker.com. dot com. Go there. And at the top, you'll see the screen stream schedule and it's when, when I'm going live, so you can plan it. I try to do it. I usually try to do 10 AM or 7 PM. And um, so some of the future interviews that I have planned right now are coming up. Um, another big thing I'm partnering with um, um, some, some really uh, big, big names out there. Um, I'm been asked to be a guest on project Camelot. That's a huge portal, just like James Gillen. When I first started out Um I ran into project Camelot videos and they want me on their show I'm going to be doing an interview with Carrie Cassidy. I'll be sure to uh, share that out when I go on her show. I just did another uh, interview with um, our friends over at uh, the system is down podcast. That was a great interview. Uh, He shared that. And um, as soon as he shared that, that interview, man, so many people uh, left his, uh, his, his, uh, his group man because like the information he named the video opening your third eye to find jesus and uh that that just you know messed people up but um yeah i've been doing a lot of interviews lately ready to do a lot more i enjoy talking about this stuff um so many ways to support we're gonna keep doing it um had that jordan jordan maxwell interview had the james Gilliland interview I got stood up for two other interviews the last two days, um, but we're not going to talk about that. But um, I'm going to be interviewed by Whitley Strieber, the man who wrote the movie, uh, wrote the book Communion, which was turned into a movie um, played by his role was played by um, Christopher Walken. I'm going to be interviewed, by that movie scared the mess out of me as a kid. There's an alien scene in that movie that scared the mess out of me. I'm going to be interviewed by Whitley Strieber. I'm excited about that, man. That's that's a that's a dream come true, really, right? You, who 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 would think about that as being like a, um, a seven, eight year old kid, nine year old kid watching that movie, and then you're going to be interviewed by that guy when you grow up, like the person? in I don't know. Synchronicity is beautiful. Life is beautiful. I'm also. Um, yeah, Carrie Cassidy is going to be on my show too. So we're t- returning the favor. I'm going on her show. She's coming on my show. We're going to do it. You guys let me know if I should sell these things, <laughs> these stickers, <laughs> the little true Seeker stickers for you guys who are watching, uh, on video. Those of you guys who are listening on the podcast and I'm holding up this little true Seeker sticker. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I got them on my Facebook. You got to follow me there. So anyway, all the good stuff, Adam. So happy you decided to join us, Adam. Um, I just talked about the School of the Spirit, gave you a shout out, talked about us working together to formulate something. People in the chat room seem really interested in the School of the Spirit and us coming together. And we're going to do some deep, in-depth teachings, but a lot of it, too, I just want to just show up. I just want us to show up. Just to say, hey, first of all, to meet one another. You know, so like the fans are are meeting, that's cool, right? And then to take it to the next level and and just see what happens. We we just it's the community. It's, it's, it's all it is is all of this. Reading these comments, Tumotelles Tolumtelles. I know I butchered that name, but it says I need black tourmaline. Yes, go over to the website. Um, SmudgeYourself.com I'll put it in the uh, show notes as well I'll share it on my Facebook SmudgeYourself.com If you buy anything through that portal through that, um, I get a kickback And they support my show Thank you guys I love each and every one of you And uh, we'll do it again soon Trust me I'm excited Tomorrow night I'll be on Christy Lee's show Doing that You guys can call in for healing And, and prayer and all that good stuff Follow me on Facebook If you have no idea what I'm talking about I share all these links constantly Shalom, shalom. Peace.